Hello, I'm Laura Von Holt. And I'm Alex Gershany, and welcome to Astrology Zoned. Susan Miller reads the stars, and we read Susan Miller. Hey everyone, in this episode, we're going to be talking about the usual experience of reading a Susan Miller horoscope, plus what we learned from her January 2021 forecast. We're assuming that if you're listening to this, you know all about who Susan Miller is, but if you don't, please refer back to episode one, where you can get all of that information. Let's get into it. Okay, so the usual Susan Miller experience. These are the things we'll probably cover in this this podcast as it comes out monthly-ish, just like Susan Miller. Um, (laughs) So the first first thing you need to know about the Susan Miller experience is that the lead up is key. The lead up is key because a few days before the first of the month, so I guess also known as the last few days of the month, (laughs) Yes, (laughs) there's a lot of lead up and there's a lot of updates. So, you know, people are anticipating the new month starting and they'll start asking her for it. And so on her social media, she will post updates and let you know what sign she's just finished, maybe how many words it is. And also like, it'll usually be like in the middle of the night that she's writing and she's letting you know that she like sent off the sign to her editor. But she also doesn't tell you like how many more she has often. And she doesn't seem to work on them in any sort of order. So she'll tell you she finished it, but you don't know her table of contents. So you're like, is she six signs away from finishing? Is she two signs away? It's unclear. But our favorite part is that her social media posts usually include a timestamp. Like I have sent Scorpio to my editor, um, 2.59 a.m. We'll rest for a few hours, then write again. And then the next thing you get from her is 10 hours later. And you're like, did she sleep? Did she write? We don't know. But we find like the posts about the lead up to be very, very interesting. And I also started because you don't know when um, her stuff is going to be coming out. I started kind of like reading into her posts and the and she and also sometime in 2020, she started including like very beautiful images with all of her update posts, but they don't seem to come from any cert like one stock photographer. Um, and so I started just kind of like, like, because we didn't have the horoscope yet, and they will, they will come out a few days after um, a few days into the month, I started just reading into her social media images. So leading up to up to January 1st, um, and uh, she was posting a lot of images, and they were all like winter themes. And I was like, okay, but is this because like, it's January, like, there's, there's like snowy trees and snowy paths. Um, and what I and then the very when she finally announced that she had posted her horoscope, which by the way, Alex and I had, had a conversation, and I was like, Alex, I've heard that there is the epiphany, which is like a Christmas thing, is January 6th. And I was like, that's when she's gonna post, it's gonna be on the epiphany. And then Susan Miller surprised us, and she in fact posted on the third, or maybe even late on the second. I think late on the second. I think yeah. she's really starting off 2021 um by getting getting them out there to us. Yeah, very strong. And we're thankful. We, we are definitely. And so one of the final images that she posted saying my forecast for January 2021 is posted on astrologyzone.com. Also reminding you that she's a free app, daily horoscope, astrology zone, plus more by Susan Miller for iOS and Android. <laughs> it's a long name. 
<laughs> the image that she posted with that was like a woman in this blue skirt with like a snowy background, a kind of a forest thing. And there's a lot of like snow in the air, but maybe her skirt is also made of snow. It had very like Elsa vibes. Um, and a lot of the images before that were like snowy paths. And, and I was like, I, th- I, so my interpretation was that like, she was letting us know there was like snow and a long trek, but there's some sunshine filtering through the trees. So like, there's always some hope. Um, and then with the strong image of the like Elsa, Elsa frozen queen, ice queen image, I was like, I think there might be something here about like either someone coming into their own power or maybe like hints of megalomania. And the first few days of January have been in the US have been a lot about megalomania. So like maybe that was a hint. I don't know. You know, so Susan Miller is a mystic and an oracle. So sometimes she might not even know what she's forecasting. She's just a prophet. Um that's but right. uh, but what I was expecting from my horoscope was like something about like long treks in the forest and like glimmers of sunshine um, and and very beautifully frosted um, leaves. Uh, so I don't. So when we talk about our horoscopes, we'll see if I was right. But that's what I was. That's what I was expecting to lead up. But then she surprised us and she posted very days earlier than she usually does. So. Um, that was a very welcome surprise. Yeah, no, that was great. And I yeah. think, you know, I do think you're onto something. I don't think she's going to a stock photo website and choosing things that she thinks are aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. I think there is some kind of message in it, or at least, you know, this is the vibe, for lack of a better word, that yeah. I'm going to bring to the forecast or to yeah. your coming year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also like, again, one of our fascinations is like, what work does Susan Miller do? Like, does someone else pick the images and then she selects from them to post? Like, is there an assistant that gives her, we just, there, there's always like questions about, she talks about her editor and then, then the IT team that publishes to the website. And we have, we have lots of questions about her process. So this is part of the, the businesswoman slash mystic is you're like, what part is business? What part is mysticism? Is does this process is this process as inefficient as it seems, or is it all serving a higher purpose? (laughs) (laughs) Right, as an observer, it does seem somewhat inefficient. Yes, yes, Um, but you know, part of the charm, part of the charm. That's right, Laura. Um, That's right. So let's discuss a note from Susan Miller. Please. Well, what they should know is there is always a note from Susan Miller, and sometimes it will have overall forecasts and things about planets or like certain conjunctions or eclipses. And sometimes it's got personal notes and sometimes it has um, just marketing info that you need to know about her (laughs) services. Again, it's that it's the mysticism coupled with the practical information. Yeah. um, Yeah. Which she's found is, is a winning formula. Yeah, exactly. And she, 25 years in, she, she would know. (laughs) We're we're just the recipients. Um, So things from this note that I remember. So I think we should talk about her eye health because that's been a theme. Um, She's had vision issues for a while. I don't remember if she's named the condition. It doesn't really matter to me. Um, But it it is a um, hereditary condition. And it leads to uh, her vision deteriorating. So she's mentioned like a prior surgery that got messed up. This year she had one or two surgery. In 2020, she had two surgeries. There was a big one in November because she didn't want it to happen until after Mercury is in retrograde. And so there are her November horoscopes were really late and her December horoscopes, you could tell she was recovering from something. 
But the big thing she talked about in this note from Susan Miller was that she had um, was not going to have a further surgery because it was too risky and she might, she can right now see near uh, close, but she can't see far. And if she tried to get distance visioning, she might lose all of her close visioning and she didn't want to lose the ability to see her children's faces or read or write. And the other, this is a personal update, which I guess I could save for our personal update section. But what thing I enjoyed learning was the name of her doctor and that he buys her calendar and keeps it at his house and is very proud of it. And I was like, oh, that's so good to know. Her doctor is really proud of her, her occupation. Yeah, absolutely. And trusts her Mm -hmm. um, in the way that it really does sound like she trusts the doctor and takes his advice about what to do with her eyes. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've heard a lot about her kind of her her eye struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, she does often address them in the note, um, and then sometimes in the actual horoscope. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I was noticing um, when she was talking about how she can she only she's like I only have one eye, that's fine. And I was like, oh. And what this reminded me of my one of my favorite movies growing up was Clash of the Titans, the one that was made in 1984, um, which has like. Uh, Dame Maggie Smith in it, and it's it's wonderful. Um, but there, the Oracle in Clash of the Titans is three women, kind of hags in a cave, and they have one glass eye that they pass between them. And when Susan Miller was like, "It's fine, I will only have my one eye," I was like, "Oh my gosh, she's like fully embodying the Oracle now. Like this is the time in her life. Like it's the 25th anniversary. She's leaving the woman behind. She's just embodying the mystic, the Oracle. She like you know, and 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 Alex and I would kind of joke that like if she couldn't see, it was fine because most of the horse was coming from like her intuition so she's just using her third eye anyway so and I was like yes like the oracle only needs like one eye and the one that she really needs is the third eye but the businesswoman does need one working eye and the woman needs one working eye so I but I was like this is kind of beautiful like she's fully moving into like the mystic form of seeing with her all-seeing eye and not just her human mortal vision that is a great way to put it and I think it makes sense that it would these three things would naturally shift or evolve Mm -hmm. um, through the years. And as we've said many times, we've been following her for many years. Mm -hmm. So we've seen this happen. And also her doctor said her family members usually lived about age 100. So he doesn't want to cut off her like vision now. She has decades, decades. Right. She does seem to have um, quite a strong Mm -hmm. lifeline, if that's the right right way to put it. Yeah. Um, Um, Other things from the note? So – in other practical information, mm-hmm. uh, you had mentioned she has a wall calendar. Yeah. Um, she talked a lot about how how that gets out into the world, mm-hmm. how you can order that. You know, it like a lot of her other things, it, it she uh, talked about some delays. Mm-hmm. There are often some delays, but she's mm-hmm. addressing that and, and who can sell it and um, – I don't know. I felt like there were multiple paragraphs on the Yeah, it was multiple paragraphs. It was, again, it was a businesswoman. Like, you got a whole thing about why she doesn't sell on Amazon, how you can order it, how um, – then a whole thing about VAT taxes, which I was like – she's like, this bill comes. I never know. It's going to be so much. I'm working on it. And, again, you know, this is where, like, the, 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 the practical part of Susan Miller, you're like – I thank you for telling me, did I need to know, do you have the right advice and, and stuff? Like, I don't, I'm very curious about the team. I'm very curious about the team, but you know, I mean, I also have had many entrepreneurial adventures and I would say like that and taxes are all the things that are also horrifying and terrifying to figure out. So, you know, <laughs> being like the one woman empire that she is, I understand it is 
it's hard to figure out all of that stuff. Um, Absolutely. But, but, you know, and, you know, I appreciate that she lets us into the struggles of running a astrological empire. I agree. I think it's important to her that we know that she's working on these things for us. She wants us to know that I'm doing this for you. I'm trying to get it delivered to you in the best possible way. And I'm going to tell you about it. And look, I spent you know, however much time reading those five paragraphs about the calendar. So Mm -hmm. mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. I know she's working on it and I just trust that like she's working on it. And you know, like, you know, we know she's trying. We know she's trying. (laughs) We do. We do. Yeah. Um, She also mentioned, and this is another topic, maybe for another time, Mm -hmm. but um, I think the last point of the note was the grand mutation. Yes. Which happened in December. Yeah. Which the grand mutation was when two planets were so close to each other that they looked like one star in the sky, I believe, right? Is that the same thing? I think I believe so. I believe so. But, but oh, again, what I, what I remember is that a lot of astrologists were talking about the grand wait, is the grand mutation and it was like right before Christmas. And I remember going out to look for it in the sky, but it was cloudy. And I was I was in the Hamptons, which will come up in my horoscope. Um, I was in the Hamptons and I was looking out at the ocean and I was like, oh my God, I see it. Oh my God, it's so amazing. And then <laughs> several minutes later, I realized it was a boat that was moving. And I was like, it was too cloudy. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. <laughs> but is there value in the fact that you thought you saw it? I mean, for a second, I was like, oh my gosh, how magical. I just saw the grand, the thing that hasn't happened since the middle ages I have just witnessed. <laughs> right. And so yeah. whatever comes out from what I understand, whatever yeah. comes out of this grand mutation will affect the next 200 years. Yes. So I don't know what to say for me personally. I was duped by like a boat <laughs> and I don't know what that foretells for me personally. It was too cloudy. I mean, is the next 200 years just cloudy? Is that what I don't, it's hard. It's hard. Sometimes like, you know, you have to write a line of like, how far do you read into things when like, it's not your, it's not my fault that it was cloudy the day this like once in a, once in a millennium right, right. occurred, you know, like I, I don't know. I don't know, but yes. Yeah, so I don't, you know, we can't know the effect until the 200 years have passed. It's like hindsight is, you know, it's hard to be a prophet because you can foretell things. People like that won't happen. And then later on, they'll look back and say, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough to, when you, as most people um, would prefer, well, maybe I shouldn't speak about most people, yeah. but instant gratification is fun. Yeah. Um, fun. But, a, but a lot of the answers to these things are time will tell. Time will tell. Time will tell. So I think those are the things we got from her note. Like it's hard to get the calendar out. She's embodying the full form of a mystic and use, relying mostly on her third eye. <laughs> she didn't say the third eye, but we said it, the third she eye. She didn't. She said, I have one, I believe she said, I have one good, good eye, eye and one bad eye. Yeah. Yeah. And we're taking that to mean she's embodying the full form of a mystic. Um, And also the grand mutation. We don't know. Time will tell. Things will affect what, you know, what's she going to, what's she going to tell us? None of us know what's going to happen in the 200 years, but I hope that my great, 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 great generations from now benefit from, from this once in a lifetime event that I could not see. (laughs) That is a nice thought. (laughs) Okay. So let's talk about our horoscopes. Yes. So you know, and I know not everyone listening to this is, is not a Taurus, so don't worry, I'm not gonna get like 
you're, I just, you know, I just wanted to go over some highlights. Um, you know, one thing was that Susan Miller seemed really happy. She had a lot of energy and enthusiasm. She said energy and enthusiasm for me. And I, that made me feel like that's a nice new year's horoscope. Like Susan Miller's excited. Um, there's two parts to the Susan Miller horoscope. There's a horoscope and then there's a summary. And my, my general feeling is that the horoscope part is more like her intuitive feeling where she's kind of taking in all the information and giving you a general read or vibe. And she'll mention specific things. The summary, she will get a little bit more direct, but like, so, so the horoscope part is kind of often, even though she's trying to tell you in a chronological order of events, they're kind of meandering. And sometimes I lose track of what events she's speaking of, but that's okay. Um, so she's excited for me and like Mars is going to be at my side. And that will be a great advantage in launching um, enterprises and relationships like this podcast, I believe. Yes. Um, always, and, uh, she's great at giving reminders about Mercury and retrograde. So I got a couple reminders about that. Um, so January was going to go really well, but I might have like some hiccups in February. or might be a little bit slower. That's fine. Um, but she said this Mars is in Taurus and I'm a Taurus. So January 6th to March 3rd will carry me forward for two years and possibly longer. Your passion for a goal will galvanize others to you and they will want to follow and support you and hope some of your glitter falls on them too, which I was very encouraged as a person who wears a lot of glitter and generally leaves a lot of glitter in her wake. I was like, this, this, this was for me. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and so then she said, moving to January 20th, there was going to be a conjunction with Mars. Okay, well, wait, hold on. A stylistic question, Alex. Yes. Do we say Uranus or Uranus? <laughs> what do you, I usually I, say Uranus. Uranus. Okay, that's what I was taught in kindergarten. So I was taught that too. I feel like yeah. it, I mean, if it leads to some giggles. Okay. All okay. right. I'm going to say, well, this is also interesting because I usually just read these secretly to myself. I've never said that loud, but so Uranus is going to be in... <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I told you the giggles I'm are excited. Um, it might be some expected news. I don't know. But she said anyway. So it's a January 20th. Stay away from it. It's the expect the unexpected. That made me be like, oh, because that is. I think that's the inauguration is January 20th. Oh, no. And we've already had a tumultuous week with the storming of the Capitol. Um, so I was like, oh Lord, but it's fine. Cause I kind of plan to spend that day under a blanket anyways. Um, but FYI, I was like, okay, thank you for the heads up. Um, then of course she gave me some advice. She said, you might want to travel, but during a pandemic, that's not a good idea. And, um, she said the travel will come up at the new moon on January 12th, which is also when we're launching this podcast. And I, and I, and she kept reminding me like that the Dr. Fauci says to stay home. And, and I wanted to say that Susan Miller has been one of my favorite epidemiologists over the course of 2020. She consistently predicted when there were spikes. And um, so I just kind of came to rely on, on her. Like she had a better, she's as good a model as Dr. Fauci. Um, so I appreciated that she was, she was bringing Dr. Fauci in and reminding me not to travel. And I'll say this really resonated with me because um, I was born in Hawaii and my family's all there and I haven't seen them since March of 2020. I didn't go home for Christmas holidays and I have been very much missing them and wondering um, you know, like when might be safer to travel and she's telling me not right now. Um, and so that was hard to hear, but I appreciate that she's looking out for me. And she kept reminding me that like, you, you might want to say that the virus does not apply to you, but the, the virus doesn't really care what you think. And I was like, <gasps> and that's, that was kind of like my thanks mom moment. <laughs> like, thanks mom. <laughs> um, but moving into better news, she said there also might be a chance of developing an international relationship. And I was like, ooh, like, like on a work project, that was maybe exciting. 
Um, but then the real meat came in when she started talking about how um, an increasing number of planets would be in my Aquarian 10th house. And I don't know if my 10th house and Aquarius is the same thing or different, but whatever. Jupiter and Saturn are going to be in there for 20 years from 2023 to 2043. And this is my house of like fame and honors. And what it sounded like is like the next 20 years are going to be like the meat of my like life's work. Like that's when I was going to get like the like the shining well I mean I should say also personally uh like I'm very interested in being like famous and wonderful and make lots of things so that I'll be famous and wonderful and Susan Miller always confirms for me that that is still my destined path and so I really appreciate that she was like no 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 the next 20 years are like when it's like you're gonna make your impact on the world and she didn't exactly say that but that's what I interpreted from this thing you're allowed to interpret thank you well and the other thing that I thought was interesting was then she got really into how Saturn was gonna be in that same 10th house um for nearly three years until March of 20 oh wait did I just miss you know that yes Okay, Jupiter and Saturn will be there from 2023 to 2043 and Saturn is gonna settle into my 10th house of honors until March of 2023. And Susan said, when I had this same aspect, Saturn entering the same house, my 10th house of fame, the opportunity of my life came up. I founded Astrology Zone and it first appeared on the internet exactly 25 years ago. When you build with Saturn, you will get to keep. What you build with Saturn, you will get to keep forever. Give the next three years all that you have. And I was like, oh my God, we're starting this podcast. She's like, it's her 25th anniversary. And she's basically telling me like, I bequeath to you the power of this legacy. Like, like whatever you build now will be the thing that you build. And I was like, oh, I am ready. I accept. Thank you, Susan, for this blessing. Like, you know, who knows if it's like this podcast exactly, but obviously efforts I'm taking now will pay off for like what impact I have on the world, hopefully positive. Um, and then, then there was another little, whoops, wait, look out for this. The full moon of January 28th, which I think is also the luckiest day of the year. It is. Right? Alex, maybe you'll talk more about that because you've got more okay. info, but it's the luckiest day of the year. She also said there might be a path where I have to make a difficult decision, like asking myself, should I take it or let it go? And as a Taurus, that can be hard. Change is hard. Um, but then she reiterated that the month brim, brims with so much opportunity and she's so happy for me. Um, and and that's what I that's what I got from Taurus. And I like, thank you. Thank you, Susan, so much. I think that's a great horoscope for you. Thank you. Um, I think one of the things I like about Susan Miller, too, is I feel that the horoscopes are imbued with a lot of encouragement. Yes. Um, it's probably one of the reasons I keep going back. Yes, it's very um, they, encouraging. You know, she gives you kind of strategies of what you can do, but there's also an element of encouragement, which I think you know, it makes you want to do those things. Yes, exactly. Um, even if like, even if nothing happens that month, you're like, Susan believes she's trying and she believes. Susan's trying and she wants me to try. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Susan's trying and she wants me to try. Oh, right. when we get merch, we're going to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can't wait to wear that. Yeah. Um, All right. So I, Alex, tell yes. me. Yes. My horoscope I thought got off to a strange start because she, she began by saying that I've been very busy and a lot of new projects have come my way mm-hmm. um, in at the end of last year and that I'm trying to manage everything. And the reality is that um, I do not have a job currently. Yeah. Pandemic. Um, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. I do not feel busy. No. You know, I believe there are Scorpios out there who are experiencing what Susan <laughs> talked about. It's not, it's not me. 
I want to be clear. Yeah. Um, so that was a little strange, but you know, moving on. Um, it seems that the period between January 6th and March 3rd is going to bring perhaps some unexpected surprises, mm-hmm. as she called them. I sort of took that in a positive way, okay. although I think you would agree I'm maybe not the most positive person. I do think there is something about her readings that I didn't interpret that as like, oh, no, something bad is going to happen. That said, the world is not great. Yeah. So, you know, as you said, we will see what happens on January 20th. Um, this, the new moon, January 12th, lots of good things. There was a big focus this month for me on my career. Um, oh, she told me to polish up my resume and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Classic Susan Miller, mm-hmm. a forecast generally vague for your career, but then mm-hmm. here's the thing that you can actually do. Yeah, thank you. T- you know, tighten up yeah. that resume. Um, it was sort of along the lines of if you already have a job, maybe you would be getting a promotion or you're going to be getting some praise from someone higher up than you. She did say that I might, if I'm in the running for some job, I might face some competition from a cutthroat competitor. So I have to be, you know, on my toes. Wow. With that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, I'm having a little trouble believing that because it's been many months now that I haven't had a job and I've not really had any leads, but you know, I, I trust Susan. We'll see. Yeah. Well, just, you Um, know, it's something to be on the lookout for. It's something to be on the lookout for. We can talk a little bit more about this when we get into the practical advice, but of course she reminded us many times throughout Mercury um, is going to be in retrograde starting January 30th. So, you know, she's very quick to warn you against doing certain things, really try to get those done in the beginning of the month. Also, she told me that I probably had an urge to travel towards the end of last year. I mean, fair, fair, Um, but was very quick to warn me against traveling as she did in yours. Yeah. Um, Um, You know, be safe, take COVID seriously, don't travel. Um, You know, she's practicing that in her own life. You know, even though there are many relatives she would like to see. She has a 102-year-old aunt who she cannot visit. Oh, right. The aunt. Okay. Little, yeah. little Aunt Faye, as she Oh, my gosh. Aunt her. Faye, who's 100 years old, right? That's 100. why Susan Miller knows she has to protect her eyesight because... Exactly. She, yeah. Right. Oh, She's, wow. She could make it also to 102, and, yeah. you know, hopefully she would be able to see. Um, I, then she does talk about January 28th, the luckiest day of the year, and one of her main points was that Maybe something will not happen to you on January 28th. Oh. Yes, but maybe it will happen later. Oh, okay. And, you know, you might go through January 28th and say, oh, but that was the luckiest day of the year and my life is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could sort of reveal itself to you later. So she Okay, will- it's, it's kind of like when the moon, like the moon is full for one day, but like its effects can be felt longer. Like, Right. Okay. She told a story about... Um, her apartment. And I guess when her marriage ended, um, she was in this terrible spot. They had been renting an apartment. And um, this was much later than the luckiest day of the year, I guess. And 
she got the opportunity. Um, the, the building was changing. And so all the tenants, all the renters had the opportunity to buy their apartments. And it was this great deal for the tenants because they were going to get some kind of quote insider pricing. And she was like, thank God, this is great. I can stay with my kids because I guess her ex-husband didn't provide for her or, you know, she kind of glazed over that, but it was clear that he wasn't helping. Turns out she gets the contract for the apartment or whatever it was. And part of it was dated that luckiest day. (gasps) Oh, So, and then she had this moment of, okay, yeah, well, it didn't happen to me on the luckiest day, but look at this document that has the date on it. Okay. So it can come to you in different ways is what we need to remember. Okay. That makes me feel, so something could be put into motion on that day that you just might not find out about until later. Okay. Perfectly said. Yes. Okay. Okay. That makes me feel better. Also, I mean, again, whenever she illustrates something with a personal anecdote, there's a lot to parse there and you have some facts and then a lot of questions. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, there is a lot uh, to parse. I we, don't know if I recall that there was an ex-husband before. Again, Susan Miller, the woman, is also Susan Miller, the enigma. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I I mean, I've been reading for years. Uh-huh. I agree. I had never really heard of this ex-husband. Yeah. But there he was and figured very prominently in the story about the luckiest day of the year. And I was happy to learn about it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, is, there, wow. is there anything else from your horoscope that really stuck out? what really stuck out to me was um, please don't travel and get COVID. I would like to add one thing because this was in my horoscope mentioned. It's always mentioned every month, I think. And I remember in December or something it was said too, but like, there's always a, like a heads up. This is the best day for romance. And if I were going to challenge Susan Miller on anything, it would be the like heteronormative concept of romance. I think heteronormative isn't the right word, but the traditional concept of romance, because I feel like every month it's like, I, again, she doesn't know what your situation is. So she says, if you're single, it might be this. If you're a partner, do this. Again, some practical advice that you could follow. But it is like the only way that romance is discussed is in the, in the context of a relationship, like a, a partnership. And, and I, you know, it's always okay to like engage in some criticism with your heroes. So like, if I were going to challenge her on anything, I would like for her to expand her concept of romance. Um, because, well, I mean, it's, it's also, I think, especially in a pandemic, it's like, I mean, my dating life was not great before the pandemic. And now it's like, really non-existent so it's kind of like a you told me not to travel are you also like then she told me to have a zoom date <laughs> like so safe wow. safe okay safe <laughs> but I was like maybe maybe when you talk about romance could we talk about like I mean this is a partnership making a podcast is a Absolutely. partnership like they're like in the pandemic my friendships have become the like primary sustaining relationships um and so if there were anything I were going to challenge Susan Miller on it would be a like let's think beyond um, romance, like traditional romance, when you talk about the love in your life. So I agree with you 100%. And in fact, there was part of my horoscope this month about romance, and I wasn't even going to talk about it yeah. here because I, I feel that it that section doesn't really apply to me. Yeah. And I feel like I always kind of zone out during the section, just knowing that I'm not going to be meeting up with a stranger in person. (laughs) Well, she did. Yeah. She told me to have a Zoom date. Yeah. (laughs) She told you to have a Zoom date, but she told me that I might meet someone. Right. And I'm like, I, the only people I see are the one person in my pod and my doorman. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. I agree. And part of me thinks, 
oh, well, that's, you know, that's not Susan Miller's fault. She doesn't right. know what she's she up against know. with yeah. me. Right. She but doesn't also know what she's up against. It's, it's a pandemic and yeah. truly who is anyone meeting, even if you were yeah. quite the prolific dater before. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. Maybe when I look back at the romance part of it, I'll think of a way to like romance myself, you know, or something. <laughs> yes. But but I, I have to like, I feel like being single, being a long time single person, a perpetually single person, the romance parts are always like, oh, yeah, right. And then in a pandemic, it's like, twist the knife. <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely is. <laughs> Before I, I, you know, I always used to to joke like, oh, Susan Miller lied to me. She said uh-huh. that someone is going to unexpectedly declare their love for me, but I know that will never happen. And that, that's not me making something yeah. up. She has said that will happen to me before. Maybe, um, you know what though? Maybe I should check like the secret in my, like the, the DMs in my Instagram account that I don't read because they're from strange men. Like maybe I should like see if those are creepy people or earnest people. <laughs> like, that's right. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, she, she might say yes to that, but she yeah. might also say, you know, be careful. Yeah. Thanks. Right. Because yeah. sometimes Susan Miller gives you mom advice. And thank yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. Awesome. Well, should we move on to the summaries? I mean, um, was was there anything in your summary that was not mentioned in your horoscope or? No, there was not. It was more of don't travel, um, more of you could see some, some good positive changes in your mm-hmm. career. Um, Oh, another thing she mentioned in the horoscope that she mentioned in the summary is that it might be a good time for me to move. Oh, she said that something to me too. And I was like, you might want to get a new apartment. And I was like, will I? Yes. I wonder, maybe that's connected also to the new moon. I think, I think it might be. Yeah. Um, Um, And then she again reiterated Mercury will be in retrograde January 30th. So please sign your contracts in early January and buy your electronics in early January. Yes. So I got many more warnings about Mercury retrograde, um, signing your contracts early and then, and many more COVID warnings about traveling. But then I want to say the last sentence of my summary, I think I should read out loud. She said, you might also consider writing a book or a monthly column on the internet, or you may start a podcast. Oh, the blessing, the mystic, the Oracle has blessed, has blessed. The the last word of your very lengthy horoscope for January was the word podcast. Um, That's okay. great. Wait, it was the last word on the second to last page. So yes, <laughs> that, that'll do. <laughs> that'll do. <laughs> Cause I forgot there's some more stuff about, um, about the, how there might be a change of path or direction, but, right. but she did say you may start a monthly podcast. So yeah. Um, okay. So let's read. We always like to reiterate the practical advice from Susan Miller. Don't travel. Mercury is coming to retrograde January 30th. Buy your electronics. Don't sign contracts. Be careful of miscommunication. Those are the practical advice. Recap of the personal life, what we learned. She has an ex who didn't leave her anything, and there was an apartment kerfuffle. Uh, New information. Yeah. She has elected not to have any further eye surgeries and is content with her her one working eye. And and in our hearts, we know that she's a third eye. Um, she hopes to be able to visit little Aunt Faye. Gosh, soon too. When I feel a like if I were a prayer circle kind of person, I would ha- be adding like Aunt Faye to my list of like people to pray for. I'd be like, oh, pray for Susan Miller's eye, pray for like Aunt Faye. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think 
Yeah, that we we did learn some new things about her. You never yeah. know. You, you never know. Twenty years. Yeah, and and, and, and I like want to go Google that taxes because I'm just like, what's that like? It's just a whole lot there. Um, uh, yeah, I mean that was good. Okay, so, so was there any any like last last like overall like what was your takeaway, Alex? Like, how do you feel now for January? My takeaway is that there could be some good things coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm skeptical just not because I do not trust in Susan Miller because I do, but I'm skeptical just because of these times we are living in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also someone who doesn't love change. And yeah. So I don't always take the, the, the Susan Miller warnings of change to be a positive thing, even mm-hmm. though I think she means in that way. Um, I feel good overall about my forecast. Yeah. 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 How about you? I I feel good too. I think my big takeaway is like, I'm very excited that like I'm moving into the time of my life where when Susan Miller was in that same time, she started Susan Miller astrology zone and we are having astrology zoned, you know? So, um, I just feel good that like, she's basically telling me like, it's like the next three years sound important and the next 20 years are like game time. And usually I am also very scared of her warnings for change, but she did say there might be like a, a, a new path to choose. And again, as a Taurus, somebody who also doesn't like change and is slow to change, like I will take that into consideration if it looks like there's an opportunity that I should jump on or something I should consider moving on from, um, you know, I'll, I will, I, I think I'm going to cons- compare this to um, when Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. I had this like very deep moment where I was like, she, she did her work in her time and now it's your time to do your work. So you will like continue the work that Ruth Bader Ginsburg did, you know, fight for like justice and gender equity and like, and also like, you know, use your words and your voice wisely to like make an impact. Um, and I feel like Susan Miller is also like, like this is, this is when I took up my mantle and now you should take up yours. And I'm like, thanks. Thank you so much. I like, I feel good about that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I think overall we do want to say thank you. Yeah. We want to say thank you to Susan Miller for, I've been reading her for, I don't even know, wait, 10, 15, 16 years. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, she's been a constant presence and a comforting presence, especially in this pandemic. So thank you, Susan Miller. Thank Um, you. And before we sign off, um, you know, this is a new podcast. So if you would subscribe or leave us a review or tell Susan Miller that you heard us talk about her, like, oh my God, I don't know what we'll do. I don't know what you'll do. Um, and then also, if you want to tell us anything about your Susan Miller experience, um, you can email us. We have an email address. It is astrologyzoned at gmail.com. It'll be in the show notes for this um, episode. And um, on a personal note, I'm just going to plug that if you want to help me shine in my life as Susan Miller, wants me to. Um, I do write, I do write books. I write romance under the name Laura Lovely. And I'll put a link to that. So if you want to buy my romance novels and and help shine my light into the next 20 years of my time, just fulfill the Susan Miller legacy. And as Uh, a reader of Laura Lovely, I can say you will not be disappointed. Thanks, Alex. Thank you. 
great, um, great activity anytime, but yeah. a great um, pandemic activity too. Yeah. And if anybody has a job for Alex, like Susan Miller said, her career could take off. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anytime, anytime this month. <laughs> Maybe we'll link to your LinkedIn. <laughs> Do you have a LinkedIn? Should I help you make that? I, I have one. But, okay, great. Know, Susan would probably tell me to uh, fix it up a little bit. Yeah. Okay, great. So we have some work to do. Okay. Thank you, Susan. Okay. Well, well, thank you for listening everybody and have a, have a good month. We'll see you next month. Thank you. Bye. Bye.